Oh, you're here. Awesome. It's Tuesday. Yeah. Mm. It's the 16th, and it's the 16th all day, in case you were wondering. We are going live with Ask a Traffic. Ask a Traffic Cop? Yeah, Ask a Traffic Cop. Uh, we are uh, now hitting the button. I was waiting for the stream to kick in on Instagram. It's working, so we're going live there, too. We're answering your traffic and police questions for at least an hour. It's what we do weekdays from 10 to 11 everywhere, just like City TV used to be. I think they're still everywhere. Uh, if you're watching, it's probably going to be on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, Twitch. I said Twitch already. Mm, X. That's the other one. You know, the one that used to be called Twitter. And guess what? As far as I know, it works with our integration now. So if you ask us questions, if you talk to us on Twitter, we'll actually be able to see your questions. That's new. And we're pretty excited about it. If you, uh, if you are on Instagram, and I see TPS Gordo just joined. Hello. Uh, questions don't come through the interface. I've got to catch you here. So it doesn't always work. You're also only seeing that, that little vertical video in the middle, whereas everybody else can see widescreen. Instagram can only see the center. And should the good sergeant decide to join us, well, I move over here. And then nobody sees me. You just see Buddy. And we're doing some decorations. You can see, I don't know, I can't really make it out there in the background. Uh, but those are a couple of police patches, one from Beverly Hills, one from New South Wales. Uh, so, you know, we're putting up the signs. We're changing things around in the studio. And I'm pretty excited about that. It's been a while. All right. If you, uh, if you can't stay or if you want to go, but you want to catch up on things afterwards, know that all of these episodes, like all of them, three years of them, are available on YouTube. You can go and check them all out. They're organ. Well, are they organized? They're in order. They're labeled by day. Uh, I've heard of someone recently watching ten hours back to back. It happens. Now, if you uh, if you want to listen to us while you drive, if you want to download it as a podcast, every episode now is downloaded and then sent up to Spotify, where it is then shared across multiple platforms uh, or podcasting apps. And and speak of the devil, I just spoke. <laughs> I just said if the good sergeant decides to join, and here he is. I was warning everybody that. Uh, the devil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Canson Beatbox says, uh, "Have a wonderful day. Please stay safe, sir." I I will try and avoid. I did just scratch my finger. I, yesterday, one of my kids had a paper cut, and then today I scratched my own self, as as she said, I scratched my own self. Is that a boo boo? It's a boo boo, which is better than a doo doo. Uh, let me change the background here. We'll get into some stuff and things and get the show on the road. By the way, welcome. Hello, how's it going? Very good. How are you? I can't complain. Excellent. Not much, anyway. Uh, we uh, so my name is Sean Shapiro. This is Sergeant Murray Campbell. I got to put you on the screen. I got to get. A, maybe I, do I have one with your name on it? I I don't know. I have one with Aaron Urquhart. I got to uh, make one for you. You do. Okay. Speaking of Aaron, we should get her back here to talk about parking stuff because people are asking questions about parking. She's working afternoons this week, so mm. maybe week after. I think she's on days. Sounds good. Okay, let's scroll up here, and we'll do some greetings, and then we'll talk about uh, Vision Zero. So first off, Akela is is here at the beginning as opposed to the end. Last time he missed a meeting. He missed it because of a meeting. Greetings and salutations. See? Hopefully a short meeting today. <laughs> uh, but he, he see, I complained yesterday because he didn't uh, give us a quote or a dad joke, and, and we needed it. I don't have a I calendar. A, I see there's a couple up there. I flagged it for yep. later on. Uh, Chase comes in with good morrow. Everyone's got to have a tagline. Their shtick. That's yep. good. That's Ch that's Chase's. Uh, we've got a Vandro. Says good morning. You're a Brazilian fan watching again and again and forever. <laughs> uh, and we've talked about it before, but uh, Evandro is uh, is a, has applied and has been accepted as an auxiliary with the Peel Regional Police. 
Uh, we, we lost them to Peel because uh, they were faster. Well, you know what? Sometimes that happens. And, uh, and when we talk about employment, that's really apply where you uh, where you want to go. Apply, have a backup plan, and take whoever hires you first. Yep, exactly. A lot of people have done that. You know, and their, their goal was to come down here, and somebody else acted quicker and changed their life, changed their career, changed mm-hmm. their whole the- path. It's it's all about if you if your goal is to become a police officer, be a police officer. You can always change your location later. Right. I mean, it's not ideal. Go in, get some experience, get training. Yeah. And then you may want to, you know, come back to Toronto. Yeah, or somewhere like really nice and beautiful up north and with no no cars. That would be me. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Uh, Hermes says, good morning, sir. And then corrects it and says, sir. But we would have got, we got it. We figured it out. Uh, Question from Avenger. We'll come back to that. Uh, Proud of you says, proud of you and love you. Well, thank you very much. All right. I, 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 you've brightened my morning. Uh, let's see here. We've got a bunch of stuff. Let's go. Let's talk about Vision Zero before we uh, we get. We'll come back to. We'll come back to your uh, your hellos and whatnot. But I I feel like if we don't talk about it right now, I'm we forget. may forget. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. do that. So uh, Vision Zero. Uh, what is Vision Zero to you? To me, it is a dedicated team of officers that are actually out there doing such important work to keep the community safe. It's taking the offenders, the big offenders, and letting them know they're doing something wrong and letting them know by giving them tickets that they deserve. It's funny. I was reading comments today, and, and people called us road pirates and tax collectors and, and that we only and, and that fines only impact those that don't have money because people have money. You know, it doesn't matter to them, uh, according to this particular person. No. Um, my, my thing is it's not targeting people who have different income levels. It's targeting people who are breaking the law. You know what? It's the people who self-identify as lawbreakers. And <laughs> yes. it, you self-identify because that team is out there and the rest of the police officers in Toronto and everywhere else are catching these people. And their goal is not to collect the taxes. Their goal is to stop the bad behavior. It's not about money. It's about safety. And uh, what, what's really shocking to me is people say, well, it doesn't change behavior. Because someone who's breaking the law just continuously will break the law. And it's true. Many will continue mm-hmm. to do it regardless. We suspend their licenses. They still drive. We ticket them up the wazoo. They still they still drive. Um, whether they pay the fines or not, it's a separate situation. But it doesn't necessarily change the behavior for everybody. But I imagine a good majority do change their behavior as a result of it. Uh, I know that my driving changed when I got a couple of tickets as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I remember yeah, the, the not-so-wonderful feeling of being ticketed and the money that came out of my bank account to go pay for it. And I didn't want that to happen again, so it didn't. And you know what? With the escalating sanctions, you know what? You may start off here, and your next one goes to here, and your next one goes to here. Then all of a sudden, you find out you have no car. You, you could face time in jail. You mm-hmm. could. So those are all deterrents to... St- Stop the bad behavior. For sure. G1, G2, G uh, under a certain age, under 20, is it under 21? Under 20, under 22. Escalating uh, sanctions, I believe, apply to all three. And if you get a ticket that has four demerit points and you're convicted, that's a 30-day suspension. So above and beyond all the cash uh, that you may be spending, not to mention insurance increases, but you're not driving at all for 30 days the first time, 90 days the second time, and you get kicked out of the, G- the program the third time. That is a bit of a deterrent, if I do say so myself. I hope so. Yeah. I hope it is. The, and, I, and I often say um, our goal is to get bad drivers off the road. It's not just to, to, get, to get you a ticket, but if you can't get the message, you shouldn't be driving, and we're part of the system of getting you out of that driver's seat. Okay. Uh, today, Vision Zero enforcement officers are focused on Vision Zero. 
in 13 division and 51 division. They are looking for particular behaviors. They're looking for what we call the big four. It's speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and impaired driving, and they're focused in Glen Park, Briar Hill, Witchwood, Oakwood Vaughn, St. Jamestown, Cabbage Pound, Cabbage Pound, uh, Riverdale, Church and Young neighborhoods, you know, places where real people live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. That's my spiel. Uh, let's get keep going in with uh, with Michael, who missed just a few minutes. Uh, Sean saw my comments this morning, but missed one about haters wanting tickets, not free wisdom. Uh, a lot of lot of folks who are, who are unhappy with us talking about uh, traffic safety and, and, and trying to educate people. I can't imagine why. Because well, wouldn't you rather them, know it here before you know it at the side of the road? But they don't want to. Change. They don't want it. It's that concept of a, if I don't know, I can do what I want. Or who are you to tell me what to do? And freedom, because I very often I get a lot of people screaming freedom, all uppercase. I know they're screaming. Fair uh, enough. We got we'll do it uh, safely. Yeah, well, yeah, free, freedom. Freedom is not without um, conditions. Right. There's, when we're on we're on roads, we all use the roads. There's conditions on that. Okay. Uh, Corey Wilkins says good morning on this terrifically cold. Ter- terrifically. Terrifically seems so positive, and combining that with cold. You know what? I like terrifically cold. Yeah? Yep. It can be terrifically cold all week. Oh. Freezing up all for my snow, lakes up there. Snowmobilers think it's for terrific. everybody that is wanting to ice fish or snowmobile or outdoor activities. I saw the most amazing ice fishing hut. They, it, it, I thought it was someone's living room. They had a big screen TV on the wall. They had four holes in the ice, and they had cameras, so they were watching the fish come up and bite. And they, it was a beautiful like I could go ice fishing in this place. It was, it was a, a luxurious. It wasn't a hut. You couldn't call that a hut. <laughs> anyway, uh, the things you see on TikTok. Chase says it's still crazy to me that Tesla Model S Plaid can hit 100 kilometers before clearing the intersection. It is a ridiculously fast vehicle, and doing that 100 kilometers an hour within an intersection would be stunt driving or criminal dangerous driving. Yes, it would. Absolutely. That's that's incredible launch speed, though. It, it is. It is impressive. Good technology for the track. I like it. It's there was there was. I'd a love to drive it. Oh, I've driven a Model X. I think they're quite cool. Um, I've. I watched a guy who stripped out the interior of his Tesla and was competing drag strip racing all sorts of cars. It was really cool. Really, really cool. Uh, what's the name? Kadika says, you're in the driver's test online course? Really? I am? Or he is? Or we are? Tell us. We want to know. Send us links. DM us. Where? Yeah, I want to know. This. Where is that? Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I, I know that a, a number of driving schools use content that we post for their educational material, which is awesome. We support it. Uh, but I didn't know that we're part of an online course. Uh, Emma says, good morning, gents. Good, good morning, morning to you. Do you know that Emma was the very first person to ever join us in a live stream live on the screen? Like, like we, we, when I was testing out how the buttons worked on TikTok way back and she was having her timmies in the backyard and she was the very first. And she's still here. She's still here. That's awesome. True. Very true. Very true. Uh, was the snowstorm crazy for you guys? I, I didn't, I didn't really feel it. No, I, uh, I was out driving in it. Um, there were parts that were bad. Are we talking about today? Is there a snowstorm today and we're just no, not I'm aware? No, I'm talking on yeah, the a couple, yeah. yeah, I, I didn't, I stayed actually on Saturday, which is when the brunt of the snow, I think, was happening or, or overnight. I didn't even go out of the house on Saturday. I just, except that I, I picked up some takeout. So I did sort of go for a four-wheel drive over the drive, didn't plow anything, just, Yeah. Well, Saturday morning when I woke up, it was all melting. Roads yep. were clear. Everything was good. 
It was not a nothing. It was yep. it was a nothing burger. Uh, is traffic bad right now? I think traffic is always bad. Uh, I don't. At least in Toronto, depends I don't the know. level of bad you're talking about. Yes. How much bad can you handle? Everything in Toronto is an hour away from Toronto. That's that's on a good sunny day. So <laughs> you know, today I'm sure it's less good. Uh, Michael says, I know that you said if someone recently ate food or had mouthwash or something that you waited 15 minutes before doing a breathalyzer, so every car waits 15 minutes at a ride. Uh, from no, the, not true. It's we, if you've had anything, it depends. If you've had anything in your in you've eaten something, if it does depend. With mandatory alcohol screening, maybe not so much. With uh, with someone who's being pulled over and, and stopped for impaired, if there's any suspicion, there's admission of consumption. Uh, they, you know, they we've asked them if they've had a cigarette, if they've had any, if they've told us they haven't had anything, um, we may still wait. By the time the process starts, from the time we've pulled them over till we get the system out and we calibrate, not calibrate, but turn everything on, it's probably been a good 10 or 15 minutes anyway. Yep. yep. So what we're trying to do is get rid of the mouth alcohol. So mm-hmm. if you had mouthwash, get rid of that first because it evaporates very quickly or it gets consumed very quickly. It's still alcohol, but it's more concentrated when it's in your mouth. We're measuring your blood alcohol by your breath because it's the emission of of ethyl alcohol out of your through your breath. So, yep. We uh, we're aware of it, and yes, if uh, if something like that was to happen, or if you had just consumed, not only would you be getting tickets because you're in your car, but um, to get a true reading, we would wait. Now I see that Emma is responding to someone uh, who says, uh, "So wheelchair vibe says give them time," or their response is, "Give them time." Multiple platforms, multiple things to see. I don't actually see a comment from them, Emma, and you're you're uh, you're on. Hmm. So if I, I seem to have missed that message, ask again. We're not trying to avoid you. We do have a ton of, of comments that come through, and uh, sometimes we miss unintentionally miss things. Uh, granted, sometimes I don't read things because people are just not for publication. Something right. something cannot be repeated because of the language used. Uh, Big Jeff Fresh, long time no see. Uh, good day, good morning, good sirs, and to you, uh, Stephen McTowley, McTowley. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Best efforts, but doesn't always work. Two, but I don't see the... Probably has another comment where he... <laughs> Somewhere, but I don't see it. Uh, so it's possible that some things have dropped out. So we're glad that TikTok is working. Sometimes it doesn't work properly. And we do have our moderator uh, We do. Him, Welcome back. back. So. It's good to see JD. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chase says, I saw someone riding an e-bike without a helmet on the sidewalk on Adelaide, but... Uh, could they be charged for not a hel- for not wearing a helmet? They can be charged for being on the sidewalk because that's a bylaw in the city of Toronto. Uh, they can also be charged sixty five dollars for not wearing a helmet. E bikes require them regardless of your age. Bicycles are conditional. Once you're eighteen, you have the ability to make poor choices. I, for one, am a, uh, a proponent of wearing a helmet all the time, regardless if you're on a skateboard, rollerblading, e bike, bicycle. Like you should just always wear a helmet. In fact, pedestrians could benefit. And a question for you: You said eighteen. Is it eighteen or sixteen? So sixteen is when you are uh, you get your own ticket, right? So uh, or or because under sixteen, it, it, so anyone under the age of the of eighteen must wear a helmet. But sixteen is where you get the ticket as the individual, as opposed to your parents as as supervisor per persons, yeah, uh, who are responsible for you. You know what? E bikes are great when they're out there when they use properly. Uh, when they're on the sidewalk, they interfere with pedestrians and put them at risk. Just because the guy on the e-bike wants to keep going, going fast, uh, it could be disastrous for for people 
people standing still on e-bikes or bicycles in general have fallen over, hit, hit their heads and, and, and suffered fatal yep. injuries. Uh, buenos dias to JC, who is possibly in, in Mexico right now. JC? Yeah. I don't know. We know JC. We do know JC. We have to go for breakfast with JC sometime soon. Yes. Uh, we miss you, JC. Uh, oh, Stephen McTowley says biggest offenders are cops. Offenders uh, of what? That's a good question. So obviously your previous comments didn't come through. But uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about that we go faster than the speed limit because we're legally permitted to while enforcing the laws? Like there's a lot of things that we're allowed to do that we need to do to effectively act as police officers. Uh, but I don't know what you're alleging. So please allege away. Give us more information. Uh, let's see There's here. a lot of things we're allowed to do that we don't do because it's not safe to do it. Mm -hmm. So, it, Yes. It, it's, if you're not a police officer, I understand that it's, it, it could look like do as I say, not as I do. And to some degree it is. Like we tell people not to speed. We also tell people don't carry guns, but we carry guns. There's reasons we do the things we do, and we're lawfully permitted to do those things as part of our job function. So there you go. Uh, but I get it. It's not fair. New Nav says, if a collision involves a vehicle from the States, can I still grab their insurance info if the collision is non-reportable? They are obligated to exchange information just like anybody else. If you're operating, they are, they are required to follow the laws here. Right. So there's a difference between non-reportable and if a collision occurs. So if a collision occurs, yes, absolutely, you're obligated to provide that information to the other person involved, um, whether it's reportable or not. The only obligation is if there's uh, injury, or if the combined damage to both vehicles or anything else is over $2,000, you then have to take that information and report it to the police. Now, even though there's no obligation until you hit a combined 2000 which I've got to say is not difficult to reach. No. A scratch on most cars is more than $2,000 these days. Yep. So the threshold, which is quite old, I mean, it was raised from 1500 to 2000 I think, many years ago, but it should really be raised again. Yep. Uh, to, to make sense. It's like the sunshine list. $100,000 isn't that much money anymore. Um, and yet everyone who works for the government has their income published at $100,000. It should probably be two hundred dollars or $300,000. In any case, uh, yes, absolutely uh, get their information. They're obligated to share it with you and vice versa. And then just because it's not $2,000 based on your estimate, I don't know if you are good at estimating or not, but I would report it at the Collision Reporting Center. You can. Yep. Make a document of it, even if it's under... Especially if it's somebody out of town, because you're probably never going to see them again. Yep. Uh, Justin says, good morning, officers. Good morning to you. Uh, Stephen McTally continues with, except if the bad behavior is done by cops, then they don't care. Uh, actually, the not, we say it all the time. The number one group of people who dislike bad cops are good cops. So we, we absolutely don't let things slide. And if we are driving and get involved in the collision, there are uh -huh. multiple levels of people looking at it, reviewing it. And there's multiple levels of penalties. It could be Highway Traffic Act charges for mm -hmm. them. It could be internal discipline for them. They could be losing uh, losing hours from their pay because of uh, what they did. We are the most scrutinized drivers out there. Profession in general. Everything we do yeah. has several levels, and there's a new level coming into play to once again police the police, to make sure that we're doing everything. More than lawyers, doctors, accountants, we are the most scrutinized profession, I think, on the planet. Yep, not only by all the agencies that are paid to scrutinize us, but by everybody in the public as well. Absolutely. And that's why we try and do the right thing at the right time all the time. And that's why we have cameras everywhere and transparency, and our vehicles are tracked by, uh, by equipment. Uh, there's cameras, there's microphones. Like, there's no fooling anybody. Maybe maybe 50 years ago, uh, things got brushed under the rug. That's not the police service of today. 
Just it isn't. And no one, no one does us solid. You know, there's no, there's nobody who's going to pull you over, see you doing something off duty, on duty, whatever. That's criminal. Who says I'm going to put my career and my family at risk to help a buddy out? Just doesn't happen. No. Uh, let's see here. I, oh, uh, Evandro Carlos de Oliveira. We know it's Evandro. I'm just starting to read everything. I learned this week if people don't clean the snow from their car windows, you have a fine of $110 for each glass you don't clean and two more points. So it, we wouldn't charge you for each window individually, although I guess technically you could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the courts would look at that and see it as, as excessive. If you didn't clean your car, we could talk about the view from driver view blocked. Technically, there's one for windshield and one for the side windows, but we'd probably pick our favorite and stick with that. And then if you had a mountain of snow on your vehicle, I think you'd have insecure load would be a reasonable charge, and I'd lay that. Yep. And you know what? I hope from experience you didn't learn that. No, I I, I really hope not. He's way too involved with the channel to uh, to, to not uh, clean his snow. Uh, Dr. Nick. Oh, Okay. So Dr. Nick wants to know why Toronto Police tow trucks have their rear license plates mounted close to the rear window as opposed to a conspicuous place at the rear of the vehicle. Illegal. So I question this as well, but because of the location, that is the apparently the appropriate place for mounting. Right. So anybody who is a tow truck who is regularly engaged in lifting and towing cars that are behind them, as opposed to a trailer that has a license plate for the trailer itself and can be tracked back to the car, it is the best place for that plate to be visible while it's in operation, while they're towing, while they have the, um, you know, all the mechanism or the car behind there moving around in different locations. So it is the best location for everybody to be able to see it, for overhead cameras to pick up it, for everything so we can identify the vehicle. So I think the really big thing that, in case those listening didn't catch it, is that when you're towing a trailer, your plate, although covered or obscured, is replaced by the trailer plate. Very often, uh, tow trucks are towing damaged vehicles that have no bumpers, no plates, no nothing, and that would be meaning that that vehicle has no markings visible to scanners and police and public. So that is the best compromised location given the nature of the business they conduct. Right. So the the effort there is to me more legal than not. Yes. So, but I, I do understand where, because the first time I, I went over this question, I don't remember if it was you, Dr. Nick, who asked or somebody else, but I scratched my head going, hmm, that's not the most rearward place. And I started going through the, so I'm glad that we've had this conversation. So thank you for, for, for discussing that uh, is good stuff. Um, Northern, Northern BS says it uh, doesn't mean anything to the rich. I think that's a comment in relation to tickets. You know what? Uh, those who can afford to pay fines may not feel the impact of the fine, the dollar amount. Some fines, you know, can be escalated to higher uh, dollar amounts in court. Uh, some things come with jail time. Some things affect your insurance, and that is more money. Sometimes you'll just lose your license. So, And sometimes there are opportunities, as opposed to getting a ticket, that if this is a repetitive behavior, then we see the pattern going on, we can summon you to the court. And when you go to court, you have an opportunity to answer to a justice of the peace who may or may not take into consideration the set fine and may raise it, depending on who you are and what your excuse is. So is it money-related? Could be. Well, if you look at, is it Norway? That takes it as a percentage of your income. Yep. So uh, an, an executive got a, a quarter-million-dollar speeding fine because he could afford it. And our bail system is like that. You you put up a surety for someone to bail them out. 
that bail dollar amount isn't $25 and it's set, set for everybody. It's based on what's near and dear to you. If you have a million dollar house, maybe it's half a million dollars. If you rent an apartment and make 300 bucks a week, maybe it's 300 bucks. Like it, it's dependent on what you make. So maybe maybe that's something we could move to. Or maybe we could move to something where yeah, you don't have to pay money at all. You could just spend time in jail. That would cost more money to us, though. Well, I'm not the saying taxpayer. it's a good idea. I'm just saying for those who say it is about money. Uh, I can't. I cannot decode this username, but traffic cop love to ruin days. So I kind of sort of agree with that, but there's a rebuttal. I like to hold people accountable. When people put other people's lives at risk, I enjoy changing that person's behavior. If it ruins their days, so be it. I'm hoping they don't get the chance to ruin somebody else's day by killing somebody, by, by hurting somebody. Uh, the potential of damage that can be done when you are behind the wheel of a motor vehicle is so huge. If I get to ruin someone's day with a little itty-bitty ticket in comparison to the grand potential, uh, I'm quite happy to do that. And you know what? We don't love doing it. It's our job. Mm -hmm. We do it. The rest of the world out there that we're saving, they love it when we do it. Even if they don't realize it's happening. We do so much that goes unknown. Um, if you look at the statistics of how many tickets we write, if each one of those turned into a catastrophe, I, I mean, it, 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 the potential, we t I just posted a video about batteries and, and, and fire, the potential energy that comes from a, from a lithium ion battery. We're talking about danger that's capped. Well, everyone who speeds has got danger that is, is, is risk uh, that could go offside at any moment. Anyway, I don't know what these... Uh, are so I'll, I won't put them on screen in case that is a code for something. Uh, but I see six four ABC saying hi, hello back. Uh, do you guys make any money from ticketing people now? Do you mean me, uh, officers individually, or do you mean the government? Well, the government obviously takes money in when fines are paid, but it actually costs more money to police the community than any funds coming in by tickets. I would I would assume. Plus, on top of the fines that are taken in, a portion of it goes to a victim, uh, a, a fund. fund that is available for victims of crime to access should they require it. And the government gives that out to, to victims, people that are involved in collisions, that are seriously hurt, that need the money. Yeah, um, it, It's a contingency fund that's put in place by the government for that. So that's where your money goes. And it's like a tax on the people that are causing the problem. So I, I have no problem with that. Yeah, and but but we don't personally, I don't make commission. If I made commission on tickets, wow, I would be doing well. I wouldn't be working here anymore because I've, I've, I've written a lot. I believe some jurisdictions, maybe in the U.S., some of the smaller. Really? Uh, they, you know, each county has their own. Um, oh, I, I'm more of a portion of the ticket might go to the local community. Right. Yeah. That's interesting stuff. Not, not I don't know how that divide works here, but it's, it's irrelevant. They spend so much money on policing the bad behavior, I can't imagine them being a, pro a profitable enterprise. Uh, everything updated, I gotta scroll back. So much, holy moly, where'd it wow. go? Here we are. Uh, knowing is half the battle, G.I. Joe for the win, absolutely. Uh, Michael H. says, total freedom with highway or firearms is chaos. We need regulation. This is talking about how freedom comes with conditions. Yeah, we're civilized society here. You know what? For every rule, every law, every regulation that's out there, it's because somebody did it. And the government said, wow, we need to protect our citizens, so we're going to make a rule about it. 
Yes, someone that did something dumb. That's why rules yep. are created. E- even if it's you know the signs that go up in the bathroom and say please flush <laughs> after use. Someone's obviously not doing the thing that needs to be done. We all thought it was common sense, but somebody somewhere made a poster, T-shirt, or sign uh, because of their behavior. Uh, let's see here. Is it John twenty Saint John M Saint John twenty? Uh, I was just wondering. I'm a coach driver. Coach being like bus motor coach. Yep. Are we allowed in the third lane when it says no commercial? Don't know which third lane we're talking. Are we talking? Oh, uh, lane one. Yep. The lane. passing lane, as people refer to it. Uh, no commercial vehicles allowed. Is a is a motor coach? Is a bus allowed? So I don't think they fall under the same regulations that transport truck drivers are, and it's different by different different province has different rules. In Ontario, I don't see much of those signs saying no commercial. There's mm. a, a height limit. That's usually for safety because there's older, lower bridges there. But Knowing the height of your vehicle, very important. Yep. Especially if you rent one and that's something you've never thought about. You know what? I don't know if, uh, if buses, um, coach buses apply to it. I believe they're not only because I see so many of them in that lane. They must know something. Um, I would check with, uh, who would we check with? The MTO, the OPP? They're, they're the highway people. We More, uh, we could find out and let you know. We could probably find out. If You you know what? If you go to trafficop.ca, uh, you can use the link to send me a message, and I'll have your information. I can send it back to you, the answer. Uh, now, Bariel Afghan says, can Uber Eats sign has any positive effect on parking violation? If you are not on a main street you're, and you have an on-delivery sign, on delivery, not Uber Eats, on delivery, you're given a 10-minute uh, grace period for deliveries. But not, like, for instance, Young Street, you can't do it. Side Street, off of Young, you can. Really? Yes. That's awfully nice of them. I don't uh, I don't know why they would do that. Because business got to do business. Right, but you're getting paid. Why not just park lawfully? And pay for parking? No, park lawfully and walk. You're getting paid for it. Uh, I, I understand the constraint, but they, they obviously saw a need and have yeah, done well. that, and it's been around for a long time. Uh, that's something I learned from, you know, I was going to say police constable. I keep, I keep giving her a promotion, but uh, parking enforcement officer, PEO, Aaron Urquhart, who can be found on TikTok and all sorts of platforms as TPS underscore Bikehart, a wealth of parking information. Uh, if you're watching and you're wondering who we are, uh, my name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. This is Sergeant Murray Campbell. Also a police officer with the Toronto Police. Somebody asked me, you know, is it constable or is it police officer? What is it? And I finally figured out my perfect answer. All right. Police are police. We're all police officers. And constable is the rank within the police service. So outwardly, yeah, we're all police officers. It it took me a while, like 24 years, to figure out the best way to answer that. I kind of knew that already. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. maybe, Maybe I've said it all my life and I just, it just all came together culminating in a response to a tweet. Uh, Doug Allen says, I need more sub-zero temps. I live next to Lake Simcoe and haven't been able to get on the ice fishing yet. Oh, my god! Yeah, goodness. don't do it yet. Don't yeah, do it yet. Yeah, Some it, people have already. Water and, dangerous. And, uh, yeah, lost their lives already out there, so. Very sad. Be careful, be safe. Yeah, and don't be in a rush. You know, there's always, uh, you know, next year. <laughs> me, being, me being positive. Uh, Chase says, my cousin just bought a car, so it does not have plates yet. And was going to tow it behind his pickup truck with two-wheel dolly back to his town to get certified. Can he put his pickup truck plates in the car while it's being towed? Because otherwise the tow vehicle plates will be blocked. No. Absolutely not. In fact, there's a bigger fine for doing that. So your tow dolly has to be uh, plated as well. That's a new thing. It changed. Yep. Yep. Uh, But now it has to be plated. So the tow dolly has to have a, a visible... Uh, trailer license plates um, plate 
out there. Granted, it'll be offset to the side of the dolly wheels. It won't be at the back of the vehicle, but that does meet the requirements under law. Yeah, and uh, and towing a car on a dolly, even if the two wheels are on the ground, you do not need to have a license plate on it uh, to do it. And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as it's safe, as long as you're doing it properly, as long as your vehicle can tow that amount of weight and there's brakes on the trailer or the dolly. CJ says, good morning, guys. Uh, good morning, CJ. I, I, I think I was watching your video trying to return stuff to uh, uh, to Toys R Us. I want to know what how that concluded. I have to check out your channel later. Uh, let's see here. CJ does a whole bunch of content uh, doing good stuff and, uh, for people, if, if we got the right CJ. Uh, let's see here, which is possible that there could be more than one CJ, just saying. Uh, Jared, I'm not going to try your last name because I don't want to destroy it. Are parking lots ticketable for doing donuts in the snow? In Ontario, it's stunt driving anywhere. Uh, except for there's exemptions for special permitted events, not events where people give you permission, but the government gives you a permit. Uh, and then, of course, racetracks and go-kart tracks, specifically go-kart and racetrack. Right? They've, they've separated those. Yep. And people get really upset about that. Uh, and this gets into a whole conversation about, well, how are people supposed to learn how to drive in the snow and learn how to not lose control? And this is where we get into things like intention. If your intention is to do donuts, if your intention is to do drifting, you are doing something specifically illegal. If you are learning how to turn and you took the turn a little bit too hot, in a, you know, and you slid a little bit and you regain, that's not stunt driving. That's driving and 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 understanding where the where the brake is, where where the loss of traction is. It's it, there's a difference. You don't have to do donuts to learn how to drive. No, absolutely. And this recently just changed a couple of years ago. And the reason it changed is because other drivers were out there doing it. The takeover events that happen in parking lots, the owners don't want um, these people doing that in the parking lot. It's unsafe. So the government says, you know what, we have to put something in place so the police can stop them. My psychic ability is getting much better. I didn't even know that Jared had had a follow-up question of where do kids learn. So there are courses you can take. You can learn how to do this safely in private property events. But no, there's no way that a donut is required where you put yourself and others at risk to create that sliding environment. You, you can slide at slower speeds without intentionally sliding. You know what I mean? Like just making a left turn. If you're sliding, you have to learn how to recover it. Uh, but doing high-speed stuff isn't, isn't part of learning. I get it. It's fun. Yeah, well, it's totally fun. Yeah. I used to do it when I was a kid. Absolutely. <laughs> Not anymore. I remember doing because it. Because people ruin it for everybody. It's become an issue. And not to mention the fact that private property owners and managers don't want you on their private property, don't want you damaging things like the road surface or poles and all sorts of things. People get hurt. It's a, it's a, it's a headache. And for the people who say, well, what about my own private property? I have my own parking lot. No, it's just everybody's covered under the same law now. Yeah, even down to things like uh, beaches and things like that. Farmers' fields, above ground, below ground, everything. So if you're burrowing a tunnel underneath your 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 backyard so you can do donut. No, can't do it. Unfortunately, uh, before you go on to the next one, I have an 11 o'clock meeting I have to get ready I'm for. I'm glad you so came out to play, and uh, we will see you again soon. I will say bye to everybody now. He's going. Uh, can you receive a ticket for being on a phone or on your phone in a McDonald's drive-thru? The answer is no. <laughs> do you like McDonald's? McDonald's in the States is not as good as Canadian McDonald's. We have a leg up on international McDonald's, I think. Uh, it just doesn't taste the same. My kids rejected it. Even the ice cream wasn't good. We were in Miami at a McDonald's. Okay, I digress. Uh, so, yeah, McDonald's drive throughs on private property. That particular charge does not apply on private property, whereas stunt driving applies everywhere. Okay. 
Boom, ba doo. What do we got here? John Kearns says uh, Illinois has WT plates. What is WD plates? For, oh, okay. Uh, for lupus disease, et cetera. People, sunglasses won't work, can tint really dark windows. What is our program? Uh, we don't have a program when it comes to tint. We do not have a medical exemption. Uh, and and uh, my mom had lupus. So it's, a, it's something near and dear to me. I uh, We'd love to do things that help, but there's no there's no option. Now, for my, my mother had sensitivity where she got sun uh, burned from minor exposure, like really horrible burns, having to take antibiotics for it. Uh, there are clothing that have UV, UV block in it, uh, so you can wear something to protect yourself from the sun. There are window coatings that are clear, that are legal, that do the UV blocking, even though it's not tint. It doesn't obscure the light. It takes the, U, the ultraviolet rays, which are the ones that are doing the damage. So there's, there are alternatives, but dark tint, there's no exemption for. Okay, what we got here? This is Michael H. who says, feels like is a bit, it sucked when I started walking yesterday, but eventually adjusted. There was no terrible perception. I'm aware of for the last few days. Perception or perception? I just shoveled a little slug. I got I to gotta take care of my driveway today. I, I just four-wheeled out of my driveway and didn't do any maintenance at all. Okay. Uh, ben Giminato says, I just did the driver fitness course. Please don't drink and drive. Smoke and drive or smoke and drive, folks, please. Yeah, don't drive impaired. And as we regularly talk about, or people regularly say designated driver, the problem with that terminology is that people don't understand that designated driver doesn't mean the least impaired person. It means the sober person. So please drive sober. Okay. What is this? What does it take for a car to be taken away due to mods? We don't seize vehicles for mods. We do take license plates away, which makes the vehicle unlawful for the road, uh, or at least it takes away the, the permit to be on the road. So you have to get towed away. But we don't seize it. Seizing it is stunt, specifically stunt and impaired. I don't think there's anything else that would, uh, that would cause us to, uh, to do that. Uh, there's a couple of other things. Like if you're driving without an interlock uh, device, that would be a, a seizure. But again, not for modifications. So, um, yeah, if we determine that your vehicle is unsafe, you're going to lose your license plates. You'll have to take it to get it certified again, at which point you'll probably have to undo all the mods that caused it to be unsafe and then apply for new plates. And then we'll probably take it away next time because people tend to remod the unmodded certified. Anyway, it's a big silliness. It's the, the silliness is that people modify cars illegal. Okay. What are rides I always hear about? What are we talking about? Well, what are rides? Okay, ride program. It's, a, it's something that is in Ontario. I don't know if it's anywhere else, but I imagine other places just call it something else. It's a sobriety checkpoint, a, a impaired driving checkpoint. So this is where we stop motor vehicles, whether it be in a line or where else could we be doing it, uh, or randomly, and we're checking to make sure drivers are sober. Now, it started out as something called reduce impaired driving in Etobicoke, not everywhere. It now stands for reduce impaired driving everywhere. But it, it started out in Etobicoke. It was an Etobicoke-specific project. All right. Doo -doo -doo. Scrolling back as everything just updated, and I got a, 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 it's like a snow dump of, of questions that just popped. Here we go. Uh, do Toronto police wear body cams? If not, why? Carmonk wants to know. And we do wear body cams. 
uh, if we're on the road, if we're fr first response. Um, I don't wear one. I don't go on the road. Uh, but if I was on the road, I would be required to wear one too. All right. So Jared says, I'll take my chances. I assume this is in conjunction with doing donuts in private property. Uh, don't say you weren't, or don't, uh, don't say you weren't warned that you didn't know. Uh, I don't know why you would still do things that are known to be illegal and dangerous, but hey, you do you. Like I, I often say, I provide the education. What you do with that information is entirely up to you, but you get to benefit from all the outcomes. So if you get a whole bunch of tickets and you lose your car for 14 days and your license for 30 because you were stunt driving on private property, then so be it. Uh, Michelle Ryan says, good morning. Uh, Guten Chow from uh, Imur Molnar. I probably didn't do very well with that name, but I, I try. Uh, let's see here. Can you get tickets for not using winter tire in winter? That's from John's Plumbing. Uh, the answer is it's not required or regulated in Ontario. You don't have to have snow tires. In provinces like Quebec, our neighbors, uh, you do have to have winter tires. I don't know how they handle out-of-province people, though. I wonder. I've got to read their laws. Uh, Sammy Samser says, under left turn only signal, is it written U-turn permitted? Sorry, it's written U-turn permitted. I saw a car making U-turn. Is it allowed? So if it's a left turn signal, yes, you could make a U-turn in that signal if it was safe to do so. Um, could you imagine if, if you stopped because you want to make a U-turn and held up all the traffic that was trying to make a left turn? You would not be anyone's popular uh, Christmas card list person. Uh, yeah, it's not, it is not uh, illegal to make a U-turn on a left turn if U-turn is permitted. Uh, good morning, Sean Murray. That's from I Am Boy Mom 8424 Good morning to you. Uh, Joseph Irwin says, seen on Facebook, a girl do live while driving today. Not a good idea and not a legal one. If you are driving whilst your screen is visible, you are distracted driving. Now, if you had your camera turned on and you were not looking at it because it was covered and you had no ability to see it, it would not be illegal to have the stream feeding if you're not able to see the camera or the, the screen. So the act of streaming isn't illegal. It's the touching the phone to turn it on, the screen being visible to you as a driver. Obviously, if you're reading the screen, it's a problem. Um, yeah, $615 and a three-day suspension on conviction for the first one, seven-day for the second one, also three demerit points. Uh, let's see here. Yes. So Michael A. says, Sean said he can delete a fake account impersonating Arsenault that I mentioned on Telegram. I think the user profile, my profile yesterday, so I linked it. In okay, so, so what happens is we report these things to TikTok. TikTok's really amazing at ensuring that police people are not impersonated. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, Sammy Samster. Okay, going back. It's a left turn lane. It says U-turn allowed, and people are making the U-turn on a red light. That, my friend, is not legal. Proceeding before green is illegal. You are, you, are, you are disobeying a red light. Red light does not allow you to cross it for the U-turn until it's green. Uh, let's see here. Ooh. Uh, Miss Functional. Miss Functional says, I've fallen and smacked my head off the ground while standing on roller skates. Always wear helmet. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, let's see here. Okay, some dialogue here. I'm not going to get into the, the side conversations. There's lots of them. If a highway off-ramp posts 20 kilometers an hour, is it just a suggestion? It's that number that the big brain people, the 
engineers determine is the appropriate speed for the ramp so that you actually stay on it and not slide off of it. Obviously, it's also for ideal uh, driving conditions. So yeah, you, it's not something you can get a ticket for, but it's a really good idea. And if you slide off the off-ramp or on-ramp, it's probably because you weren't paying attention to that suggestion. Is it a good idea to drive with your four-way flashers while driving on a snowy, stormy highway? One of my biggest pet peeves is people who do that. I do not endorse this. A vehicle that has its hazards on is a, is a disabled or stopped, stuck, otherwise not moving vehicle. When the flashing lights ahead of you continue to flash, it really messes with everybody behind you. Uh, I know it's raining because it's raining for me too. I know it's snowing because it's snowing for me too. And if your brake lights and uh, rear lights are working, the flashing ones are not necessary. And if you don't have functioning lights, you shouldn't be driving. All right. Is it possible to transfer or gift my custom license plate to my friend? Those plates can be transferred. I have uh, I have it on good authority because I know people who have purchased them from other people. You can transfer those. Is it illegal to drive while wearing headphones? No, not in Ontario. Other provinces have different rules. Some say one ear can be covered. Others say none. Uh, from my understanding, but Ontario allows you to cover both. Hearing is not a requirement of driving. I know it's a benefit. It makes life really easy, but there are people who are deaf and they're permitted to drive. It is not a requirement. I, for one, would prefer to have low-volume ambient sound than high-volume sound, whether it be in earphones or not. My, I have my uh, Apple earbuds, there's noise canceling, but there's a pass-through feature. I would turn that on if you're going to wear them so you can still see or actually hear what's going on around you. I want to hear the screeching of tires, the revving of engines, because they are the early warning systems uh, that we get to detect collisions. Uh, Candice is, uh, oh, geez. So let's go back to see what G's comment is because uh, somebody disagreed with G. Can I get to G's comment? No, I can't see G's comment. Anyway, uh Candace says, I have cop friends and they are the nicest people. So obviously G does not believe that cops are nice people. But I can't see G's comment. I don't know what happened to it. Corey Wilkins says, question, after the speed reductions a few years ago, did the unposted reduce from 50 to 40? Depends on what the posted signs are. So when you enter a jurisdiction, if you enter the city of Toronto, it will say it on the street sign. Uh, Where it says, welcome to Toronto, there will be a sign there. As you enter, and it'll tell you what the, the the general speed is on posted. I don't think it went down. I, th- I think I think it's fifty, but now you question. I question it because in my mind, fifty is always the unposted. But yeah, Connie says good morning. Thank you for your service. Well, thank you for the thank you. I appreciate it. I love doing what I do. Uh, let's see. Here. Benjamin Otto says professional standards unit is on the hunt always for bad cops. Yes. Uh, we have a very active unit that is always investigating stuff and things, whether it be allegations from outside sources or just doing stuff internally because they do what they do. Nobody likes bad cops, especially good cops. Okay. What's the best driving program you can recommend to someone starting? I can't recommend one. Even if I could, I don't know what I would recommend. Driving school is something I recommend in general. Which driving school is good for you? Talk to them. Uh, I know that uh, there is a, a company that does not teach driving, but they do um, they do create curriculum for driving schools. And I have a friend who is there. If you go to thesafedriver.com, he is uh, he's Scott Marshall. And Scott Marshall could probably 
recommend someone to you, but I cannot. Uh, again, they work with driving schools to create their curriculum. Talk to them. Find out what the – like there's price and then there's what they give you. Find find what works for you. Find someone who can work within your schedule. Any driver training is good driver training compared to no driving training. But it is it is an invest, investment, so – uh, Teresa Marie says police are doing their jobs. Maybe the public should watch their own driving. Uh, there's a lot of people who have an issue with the police out there telling them what to do. No one likes to be told, but I, I think that things are worse now. I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm seeing all these, uh, um, these horrible videos, not, not necessarily in Canada, all over the place where police make a request or a demand, depending on what the law states. And the answer is, I'm not giving you that. I don't have to give you that. I've seen YouTube. I know the law. I think it's remarkable uh, that people have, uh, have have not been arrested sooner with that kind of attitude, but um, not because of the attitude, because they, they're not complying with legal requirements. Uh, Honda VFR 800, nice bike, says snowplow drivers have it worse for scrutiny, worse than police officers? I find that hard to believe, but I could I could totally see that, that plow drivers uh, are scrutinized when things go wrong. But we, we get I, – I, I had an angry letter that was written to my chief because I told cyclists to wear helmets. Obviously, I've never changed my tune. I still think cyclists should wear helmets. But they were calling to have me removed as a representative of the uh, Toronto Police Service, like a media rep, because they said I was misrepresenting the benefits of helmets. I'm like, I, I don't – they said, helmets don't prevent collisions. I'm like, no, they protect your head when you hit your head on the ground. But anyway, yeah, uh, I – Scrutiny, like no, no, and there's a new organization coming on, Bob. Check it out. It's it's wild. Uh, okay, Benjamin's talking to Jordan about tickets. We talked about the plates. Winter tires are not mandatory. They're suggested for safety to reduce our auto insurance. That's NAV uh, responding to John's plumbing. And you are accurate. I know we already talked about but I'm reading through, so why not read it and show you what I'm reading? Okay. Dr. Nick says, if I tr- if I witness a traffic stop, can I request a body cam footage or police reports? Does any of that become public information like in the USA? Uh, you are not eligible to get somebody else's uh, traffic stop. I mean, you could do a Freedom of Information Act request. I don't think that you're entitled to any of that. Um, but that would be a good discussion for you to have with, uh, with them. We don't release that stuff. Anything before the courts is not public releasable. That's why we don't put dash cam or, or footage of body cam into the media when things happen. Very different than the U.S. Although I, I would love to see it. I think it's fabulous. I love when big stuff happens and then 10 minutes after it happened or 10 days after it happened, we're seeing it firsthand. You're seeing it from officer one, officer two, officer three, and, you know, things are happening and escalating and you totally get a front line or a, a front row view as to what happened. You understand it better. So I can understand why people would want to see it, but our laws are different and uh, we don't release that stuff. But certainly as an uninvolved person just saying, hey, I saw this thing happening. I'd like to know what happened. I'd like it. No, you can't get that. I, I don't think you can get that information. I won't say no. I'll say I don't think so. Uh, because obviously there are Freedom of Information Act requests made for all sorts of things. You have to talk to them. If I take a left turn and car is also behind me, I give signal to change lane before car who sh- well, I'm not following. If I make a left turn and car is also behind me, I give signal to change lane before car. I don't understand your question, simply daily life. If you're both making a left turn, you're both in the same lane, the person in front's going to go first, not the person behind, but I'm, I'm not picking up what you're putting down. Uh, Cam Dapumbi says, what percentage of police are terminated due to offenses committed? So police officers 
two things. I have no idea what percentage because this is not statistics. This is a traffic channel, not an uh, internal investigations channel. Uh, in terms of what the percentage of police that are terminated due to offenses, you have to know that police in Ontario cannot be fired at the moment based on things that they're being alleged. They have to go through uh, a process. So they're suspended with pay, and uh, there is work to change those rules, but at the moment they're suspended with pay, and I've heard of people being before the courts for 10 years. But I, I just don't know what the percentage would be. I couldn't give you an answer beyond what I just gave you because I don't know. Uh, do, do, do. People who don't clean their car are just lazy or they're, or they're short. There are people with big, big trucks that can't reach the top and they're carrying four feet of snow on top of their vehicle. Uh, I think ladders or step stools are important but or long, long brushes. I even have a long brush. I'm six foot five and I use a long brush to get over the top of my truck. Uh, where do we send questions? Really? <laughs> you just did. Uh, this is where you send questions, where you, where you send your question. Okay, we talked about license plates already. I put my truck on a curb to move out of the way. For what? Out of context. I don't know what you're asking or what this is in relation to. Okay. Will I be charged and ticketed if I'm an exclude driver on the insurance if I'm driving the car? Aha. So charged by police, if you're a licensed driver, but you're excluded from the policy, you are violating the agreement between the policyholder and the insurance company. It's not a police matter. Uh, will we charge you? No. Will the insurance cover you in the event of a collision? No. Which means not only will the person who owns the car not get their car repaired, you're probably going to get some nasty sue, like lawsuit kind of stuff. I can only imagine. And it, and it wouldn't be against you necessarily. It would be against them who allowed you to do it. It would be really bad. Like, not a good idea. But you're, and, and I, I want to specify, you said excluded. So if you were excluded, they specifically said, don't let him drive or her or you or whatever. It's not that you're not listed and included. You're specifically named as someone who's not permitted to drive the car. You'd be looking for such problems. Sometimes I see school buses or TTC Will Transit drive in designated go bus lanes on the DVP. Is this loud? Just curious. No, if it says... If it says Metrolinks only, they mean Metrolinks. And, of course, emergency vehicles are exempt. But, um, yeah, that would mean school buses cannot use those lanes. Unless they're under a contract. I guess there could be go buses that contract school buses. No, they're they're breaking rules somewhere. Uh, Tim Shallow says, good morning, Sean and Sergeant Campbell. Mind you, this message was sent at 1028 and 37 seconds. So uh, it's me that's late, not them. I'm uh, 30 minutes behind. So there's a bunch of questions that I will continue to work through. But I can't stay too, too long because I have a bunch of stuff. We're, we're talking car show today. So if car show's watching, auto show, I'm calling you. Uh, Brandon says, good morning, gentlemen. Sorry I'm late. When a police officer retires, do they get to keep their badge? So what happens is they pop out the center of the badge, and they replace it with a, with a uh, piece that says retired. But we do get to keep a badge. Just it says retired on it. Bum-bum-bum. Uh, okay. Yes, earlier I talked about uh, bails being set, and I said uh, apartment on $300 a week income. I was making up random numbers. By no means can anyone live on $300 a week anymore. Uh, speed laws for snowmobiles on a frozen lake. According to uh, the good sergeant who has left the room, the studio, uh, he said, no, there was no speed limits on lakes. But uh, I don't know that. I'm just repeating what he said. Uh, can one day I go on patrol with sergeant? 
I don't know. He doesn't really go on patrol. He's the towing in, in, impound sergeant, so and he's also a backup media relations officer. So he doesn't patrol per se. But I'm sure that one day that possibly, you know, we, things things move around here. People move in and out of the different jobs and rotate. So maybe one day, or maybe we'll just all go get lunch. Uh, Michael says, speaking of part time, what is this part of the fine going to community? Hmm. It's a good suggestion. So Michael is saying instead of uh, you know, in, or maybe in addition to. Um, victim fine surcharge, they make a donation to MAD. That's interesting. And everything just updated and scrolled away. Let me scroll back. Oh, no, I just, what is this? Boom, boom, boom. I should not have done that. Yeah, I, I'm back. Uh, and Achilla Draconis is back from his meeting and says, hi, Sarge, who has already left. Corey Wilkins says, if I had a two-seater truck and grabbed some beer after work, could I put the case in the passenger seat or floorboard? Okay. Transporting alcohol, people get it really confused. If the if it's sealed from factory, bottle of wine not broken, uh, alcohol sealed can be put anywhere in the motor vehicle. Now, I would not want necessarily a case of beer to be next to me in the passenger seat in the event of a collision where it flies, you know, and maybe it's thirty pounds and hits you in the head and hurts you. But is it legal? It's legal. Yeah. If the seal is broken, however, it cannot be close to you. It has to be out of reach of the driver. It cannot be something that you could reach over and just, you know, drink. Uh, Kiana wants to know if officers can lie to you. I once got a ticket for plate covers, but the officer said if I took a photo of them off and sent it to the courts, they'd drop the charge. Later found out that wasn't true. They may have been giving you information that wasn't intentionally a lie. The truth is that if you correct the problem and go to court and say, look, I fixed it, the courts very often will undo or withdraw the charge. They weren't lying to you. It's just a, their personal experiences if you do that. Now, sending a photo, I don't think that was accurate. I don't know if that was a, a breakdown in communication, if it was misinterpreted. I've never heard of someone sending a picture to them and saying, hey, look. But in court, I've seen dozens of times where people have corrected the issue, like, for instance, not having your ownership with you. I see people show up, I have my ownership. Okay, charge withdrawn. It's up to the court. No one, we cannot control what they do. We lay the charge, it's up to them afterwards. Okay, police in, what is this? Ah, real debacle wants to know if police are in touch with the city transportation department, examples, lack of salt on the roads. We do call the city all the time if we get reports if we have an issue with uh with an area where we see a lot of collisions occurring uh, i very regularly would call 311 or ask a message to be sent to them on my behalf okay the tow dolly he was using from u-haul and does not have a license plate so it's exempt since it's from arizona uh yeah uh that would be the case it's registered in well, no, there. So, all of the, the the dollies from Arizona, I believe, are plated. I've seen them with plates on. No, it wouldn't be exempt because it's from Arizona. It would be required to have a plate. But back in the day, they didn't need uh, plates. They do need plates now, according to the sergeant. Because for the longest time, it wasn't the trailer. Only trailers required plates. Uh, a dolly was not carrying 100% of the load and didn't require it, but the laws have changed. They need to change that. They need to update them. But I thought that they had plates on them because they were from Arizona. So something to look into. Achilles has to go to another meeting. Okay. 
Uh, flagging that for later. Okay, earlier I said McDonald's has got nothing on, American McDonald's has nothing on a Canadian McDonald's burger. So he says, whoa, 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 I love me a U.S. quarter pounder versus a Canadian one. I'm sorry, Sean, and they don't always send you uh, to a parking spot at the drive-thru. I will say that the service is better in the United States in most cases, almost all cases. I have, not not that we wait too much McDonald's at our house, but um, I ordered food and waited for 30 minutes for them to deliver car like I, I did it through the app to pick up at the 30 minutes. I went inside, waited another 10 to 15 minutes. Now, they did comp my meal. They did give me some apple pies, which I did not need. Um, but 40 minutes at a drive-thru, and I mean, curbside pickup for McDonald's, fast food, I was not impressed. It's the And then the previous two visits over the last couple of weeks, uh, they've not put things in the bag. Like you order two quarters and you get one quarter. And yeah. I should have checked more, but it was a family dinner. Anyway, that uh, was my uh, my high-end, fancy-schmancy meal that day. My kids really like it. It's really bad. Okay. Do you all police the 400s, or is that provincial? We can enforce laws on the 400 series highways. We are not responsible for those. That is the jurisdiction of the Ontario Provincial Police. Uh, we do have our own highways that we are responsible for. Scrolling back. Ah, if my ATV is registered and has a license plate, can I drive on the road without an M1 license? So it depends on where you are. You cannot drive them at all in the city of Toronto. We don't allow them. Uh, I believe that you have to have a, well, I don't think you need an M license. I think you need a, a regular driver's license. Sadly, I am not the knower of off-road vehicles. All the things that surround that is a Sergeant Murray Campbell thing. He will be back likely tomorrow. Uh, bring your question back tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Or drop me a line by going to trafficcop.ca where you can actually send me an email through a form and I'll send it off to him for the answer. Because I, I never remember this stuff. I think I have a mental block when it comes to ATVs because I don't ride them. I rode them when I was a kid. I don't ride them now. Michael says, I meant precipitation. I thought you meant precipitation. Uh, did not. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. We should do an episode where you take an online G1 test. I can't lie. Even as an AATC viewer, I got stumped on a few. Really? So I actually put this challenge out there that, that Sergeant Campbell and I need to do that. Uh, we, we, we planned on doing it. I started recording it. We got pulled away to other stuff. And we need to, we need to make that happen. Whether it's live or recorded, either way, it needs to happen. Maybe it'll be a podcast episode. Okay. Is there such thing as a temporary interlock device? It only happens... It only happened one in my eight years, but I once had a student that died That died one. So lessons were, oh, I see what you're saying. Can you get one installed in your vehicle for temporary? I'm not aware of any. It's like $300 a month plus installation. Like it's a super duper expensive situation. Uh, so I'm not aware of any of those temporary. I, I don't think it's possible. I, I could see that being an interesting investment. You'd have a lot of impaired drivers uh, coming to you for, for lessons if you were the one person who had that. Um, but I think it's a small percentage of or a small customer base. Do you have a favorite police vehicle to drive? My former RCMP brother loved the Crown Victoria. Cherokee Jeeps were pretty comfortable too. So I loved the Crown Victoria. However, they are gone. Uh, I loved my police Harley. 
that was my still my favorite vehicle to operate as a police officer, like hands down. But F one fifty, I've I've driven a couple of police F one fifties, although I've never been issued one for regular patrol. If I had a full size vehicle, like I we have a suburban in the office, and uh, it's it's old and it's sluggish, but it's still the most comfortable for me. Uh, there's no other vehicle that I like. I, I cannot drive a Taurus, not at all. Do police give ride-alongs? It is less common now. If you uh, you can apply, you can request and, uh, and and give a reason why. And very often you can go for a, a ride-along. If you were a, a student trying to, or someone interested in a career in policing, if you had a, a connection to the police, that you had a relationship, you could ask because you want to learn more. It does happen on occasion. Ryan Pinn recommends Young Drivers of Canada, and he's not biased in any way as he works for Young Drivers of Canada in Nova Scotia. He's available for lessons, but I think the drive to Nova Scotia might might be onerous. It might might be long. It might, but Ryan Pinn's awesome. Uh, do, 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 do. I went to Young Drivers as a as a kid. I was sixteen, and I went to Young Drivers the day I was. I did the in class when I was fifteen. Actually, I rode my bicycle to the Young Drivers location. Uh, near I, where I lived, and then uh, that way when I turned 16, I was ready to go and started my in-car, like boom, 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 bada-bing, bada-boom. Oh, do-do-do, got to scroll back again because updated things. Okay. See, so, yeah, I got off topic, and that's why it updated. Uh, what is this? We talked about this. Michael uses sleeves, brooms, snowbush, uh, all for getting the big vehicles clean. A neighbor of mine bought an old Crown Victoria police car that uh, still said, or still had the front special police bumper. Is it legal? I've been told different things. I've been told that uh, because it changes the dynamics of a collision that it could be illegal. Uh, I've not been able to find a definitive answer on that, but I've been told that you shouldn't have them. Uh, I had a, uh, a an ex-police car. I went through a phase where I was riding motorcycle and I gave up my lease vehicle, so I bought a ex-police car. I had a, not a Crown Victoria, but a uh, Caprice, the big Caprice. Okay. Here's a question that's a good one. Adnan Rashid wants to know, what are the fines for not having a front license plate? If you are issued a front license plate from the, the you're registered in the province of Ontario and you don't display it, there's a $110 fine for failing to display both of them. Or displaying it in a place where you're not supposed to, like behind the front windshield, not allowed. Does every division have a traffic unit or is the traffic unit a citywide unit that transfers from division to division? Once upon a time, everyone had their own stuff, but they amalgamated, they centralized, and traffic services is now the citywide unit that handles all investigations citywide. And actually, recently, we've had traffic services officers deployed to divisions to do traffic stuff, but they're, but technically we are the citywide unit. What is the OACP? It's the Ontario Association of Chiefs of Police. I want to do volunteer. How do I do that for the police? Well, there are a multitude of ways. Let me tell you what the story is. Let's talk about employment. If you are interested in becoming a member of the Toronto Police or volunteering for a magical organization to help the people in the communities that you, you know, are part of, it's all what it's about. You can go to www.tps.ca and get all the information you'd ever want to know and more. Uh, you can check about paid positions, police constable, special constable, parking enforcement officer, civilian roles, which we're going to go into in a moment. But there's auxiliary officer, and that's exactly how I started with the police service. These fine folks who wear checker uh, bands on their on their hats, checker heads as I love to call them, because that's what I was 
called when I was one. Uh, we were all checkerheads, and I'm proudly a checkerhead for life. Now, if you want to learn more about uh, the, 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 the program, you can, uh, you can check out the website here. They do a couple of intakes a year. It is volunteer. You are reimbursed for your mileage getting there, but you are not paid for your work. Um, but you don't need to. It's so much fun. Oh, there's my buddy Sam. Uh, there, there's lots of stuff. You need to be a Canadian citizen or permanent resident and be of at least 18 years of age. Uh, you have to have four years of secondary school or equivalent, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff like having a license. But these are these are good things. It is a fantastic way to not only com- contribute to your community, it's a great way to see the world differently. If you've never worn a uniform, you will very quickly understand what it's like to wear one because you will be in one out in the community where you're expected to know absolutely everything about everything and uh, solve the world's problems in a moment because they don't care that you're an auxiliary. You are with the police. Now, civilian roles I love to look at because not everybody wants to wear a, uh, a uniform. Uh, and we're looking for digital team developers. Radio infrastructure uh, is looking for an intermediate technical analyst. Workplace investigator at Equity, Inclusion, and Human Rights. In a, an advisor for Indigenous engagement. We have Yippie program, which is a part-time uh, youth program. And then there's co- uh, comms operator. And I, and I realized I forgot to talk about volunteering. There are other adult volunteer opportunities besides that of auxiliary officers. There's co-op programs. There's adult youth uh, volunteer programs where you can simply not be in uniform. And Humber College has a rover crew, which I know very little about, but I've been asked to go and speak to them. So I've got to actually schedule that. Uh, Victim Services is also always looking for volunteers, people who want to contribute. So good stuff there. All right. Back to questions. Not not background music. Why is background music there? They moved the button? Interesting. Uh, Chase says, thank you for your service, Constable Shapiro. Well, that's not necessary, but thank you very much. Chase is a regular here. uh, And uh, and I know you appreciate what we do. Uh, So we have to go back for for chicken at that chicken place at Kensington Market. We were talking about it yesterday. All right, what we got here? Is there any exemption from wearing a seatbelt? There are lots of exemptions possible for wearing a seatbelt. Uh, medical is one of them. If you have a doctor's note that says that wearing one is not good, uh, then they can exempt you from wearing one. That said, seatbelts are still the best way to keep you in a vehicle in the event of a collision. Airbags don't work very well alone. They work in conjunction with, they supplement the benefits of seatbelt. Um, people make all sorts of excuses why you don't need them, but you, do, you really do need a seatbelt. If, uh, if you are doing deliveries, actively in the process of deliveries, and you're not exceeding the speed of 40 kilometers an hour, there are exemptions under the Highway Traffic Act to allow you to not wear a seatbelt. But I don't drive without one because I feel weird not wearing one. Uh, let's see here. McDonald's or country-style coffee and donuts? I don't think I've ever tried a McDonald's donut, uh, but I'm, I'm not a... I, I, oh, sorry, Tim's McDonald's or country-style coffee. Tim's is what's closest. I, if I need caffeine, I don't really care where I get it. I am, uh, I am not brand specific or loyal. To, I, it's coffee. I mean, there is a difference between good coffee and bad coffee, but when I need a coffee, I am not picky. In terms of donuts, Krispy Kreme is the only donut that I would actually, you know, say I look forward to eating on occasion, but I'm not a big donut person either. I will say this. I went to uh, a, uh, what is it called, Aroma Cafe, and I had a pistachio carrot cake recently with a hazelnut latte, which probably had way too much sugar altogether. It was just not a good idea. But my goodness, was it good. That was like, I double thumbs up. That was amazing. Aroma Cafe um, or 
Is it Roma Cafe? Aroma. Pistachio carrot cake. So good. Okay. Uh, what is this? Is it okay to make abrasive movements when avoiding potholes? It's a... Listen, you're within reason you can avoid them, but swerving out of like swerving to avoid them is is dangerous. Um, yeah, not a good idea. Here's the thing: slow slow down and make uh, you know pay attention to what's up coming up ahead, and you won't have to make abrasive maneuvers or evasive maneuvers. At least not abrasive, evasive. <laughs> is there a no chase policy for Toronto Police Department OPP? And if no. Do you use pit maneuvers or spike strips? Uh, each service has their own rules and procedures when dealing with these things, but it all depends. I, we generally don't engage in chases and risk the public safety for silly stuff. I mean, for, for minor stuff. What we do before we even decide to light you up with our lights and siren uh, is, is record information. So we're already checking to see who owns the car. We're already checking to see if the car is stolen. We're already doing our checks and balances. And if you run away, We'll usually say goodbye and then meet you at your house later and arrest you because you've now taken a minor traffic offense and turned it into a criminal one. Akela still has to watch yesterday's show. Do you use Spotify? Spotify is where you can watch yesterday's show. I have video in the podcast platform. So if you want, you can just like synchronize and download all that stuff to your device. And then when you're traveling about, you won't waste your data. Ryan Pinn says, I love Robin's Donuts, or I like, I don't, I, I almost said you love the Robin's Donuts, and you only like them. Uh, but their coffee is being hot garbage lately. I can't say that I've ever tried their stuff. I know nothing about them. I didn't know they existed until your message. Uh, let's see here. Akela says, that UV coating that you mentioned might be handy. My wife has, has, or is allergic to the sun and need antihistamines to go out in the car in daylight. Wow. That, that I can only imagine that must be very frustrating. But uh, yes, the clothing and the coating, good options. Michael says, now we're really going deep diving into the donut world. You'd think as a police officer, I'd have, I'd have more donut experience. Uh, McDonald's donuts are small and not my favorite. Tim's is definitely not my favorite anymore. Krispy Kreme or maybe a small business out there have the best donuts. Well, I've not, there are places that have like bacon covered donuts. I've not tried these that I'm aware of. Maybe I've tried one. I don't know where they came from, but somebody brought donuts once that were quite out there. Um, I'm open to trying things, although I'm, I'm, I'm trying to not eat bad food. I say trying to, I'm not eating. I'm a person who no longer eats bad food regularly. I can't, I can't say never. Uh, David May, who asks, would you possibly know my cousin Wade Knapp, a retired forensic identification specialist with the University of Toronto, Mississauga, former Toronto police officer too? I know a Knapp. Uh, I don't know if, I don't think it was Wade. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, actually, I'm pretty positive that I don't by name anyway. I might know them by face. I, I, I have had some time, uh, talking to forensic people, but I don't know if I know them, but if I do, they probably know me too. And, uh, we can figure this out one direction or the other. Michael says, my grandmother buys coffee. I like more than any fast food chain I know about. Okay. Do officers tend to speed up? or avoid traffic stops on really cold days? Do officers tend to speed up or avoid traffic stops on really cold days? Um, I, I, I don't know how to answer that. I, I, I just keep doing what I do. I mean, if it's ridiculously cold, my, my oh, I, maybe the threshold of whether I would stop someone, like I'm not doing outdoor radar standing, uh, holding a laser device out of my vehicle on a, on a ridiculously cold day. Um, 
but I would also hope that people are not going super fast on a whole day. Uh, it, it, it really depends. You know, um, I don't have to be out of the car to, to perform these functions. I can do it from inside of a uh, with with moving radar, all sorts of things with great technology. Okay, Jamie Cameron wants to know if you move or stay with friends every one to two months for work to school, should you change your address every month? By the time license arrives, you would already move. That is such a short term that I would say no. But if you are taking up residence, your primary residence has become somewhere else, then you should be. Now, if you're talking about you're visiting for a month, even two months, I think you're visiting. I think it's reasonable. As long as you can still get mail at your previous address, you must be able to get contact. You must have a mailing address that stays the same. And if you if you're if you're changing, you you can also have a standard. Well, there's I have a friend of mine who has a mailing address that stays the same, and then he updates his functional address online as he travels. So that's a, that's an option too. Um, but it depends. If you still have access to your like if you if you lived with your parents per se, and that was your primary residence, but you bounced to, to couches all over the place, we would not expect you to update your license every time you bounce to a new couch temporarily. But you still have access to your original place. Akela says, Tim's has those Special Olympics donuts from February 2nd to 4th. I had a Krispy Kreme at the office yesterday. Well, I'm I'm sort of jealous if you had a raspberry filled because that's the one donut I like. All right. Uh, let's go back to the pin stuff because I, I got a Yogi quote that uh, Yogi Berra from Akela Draconis who says, it's like deja vu all over again. <laughs> all right. Dad joke. I wrote a great book on how to fall down the stairs. It's a step-by-step guide. Good good stuff. Uh, <laughs> we've got a question that I skipped from way back at the beginning of the show. It's from Evandro. Uh, if a car is emitting smoke for more than five seconds in a period of one minute, is it subject to a fine emission standards? There, there, are, uh, there are issues with emitting visible stuff. Uh, I'd have to look into it closer. That's not something I've ever laid, so I don't have it off the tip of my tongue. But there are issues with lots of smoke. Uh, Improper muffler possibly could be emission stuff. But I can't speak to it with any confidence because I've never laid it. i got to look it up. Uh, We've talked about this. Just scrolling through some flag things. I think we've covered it all. We did. So we got a, ba- a bonus joke from Michaela. says, uh, definition of identity crisis. PC Macintosh. I feel sorry for anybody in the service with the name. I don't get it. Definition of identity crisis. PC Macintosh. I feel sorry for anybody in the service with the name. Oh, maybe. No, I don't get it. I, 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 it's my interpretation. Does anybody else get it? Because you can explain it to me. And maybe Akela, who's here, can. Uh, Akela says, stay safe and remember, don't have a good day. Have a great day. Catch the rest on replay, which she actually came back, but I flagged it, so here we go. Where's the dad? Oh, here we got a dad joke. Commuters. Hmm. Oh. A bunch of stuff popped in. Let's see here. So Akela says, I have to seek permission for the car show, maybe a vacation day if Friday. When and where is it? Uh, details on the car show. The auto, auto show. I have to call these guys right after the call. Auto, auto show. Let's get you the dates. 
February 16th to 25th. And it's going to be at the Metro Toronto Convention Center. And I should be there likely every day. Uh, Akilah likes plain glazed. Well, that's the de facto Krispy Kreme. Could Jack Reacher get a license in Ontario where he has no fixed address? Mm, I don't think so. You got to have an address. Could is there a way to do it? I'm sure there's a way to do it. But Jack Reacher is is the is the chap who just takes off. In, in, I'm I'm listening to book one right now. I say listening because I'm doing the audio book, and I don't feel comfortable saying reading an audio book. It's weird. So uh, he says he has no license. So I guess. He hasn't figured out a way to do it. Michael likes all of the Krispy Kreme donuts, especially the filled ones. Well, I appreciate that, but I, I only like the raspberry one. I don't, what other fillings do they have? I mean, really? Is there anything other than raspberry? Akilah started watching Reacher. Let's get him on the show. Hey, listen, go back to the video that I posted and tag him, especially on uh, Instagram. Tag uh, Alan Richson because eventually he may notice us. I may have to make a new Reacher invite video because the other one, you know, you had to read that. I'm inviting Alan. Somebody actually said, oh, I thought you were inviting me. <laughs> okay. Oh, PC, personal computer. Got, uh, PC Macintosh. Yeah, now I get it. Going back to the dad joke. Okay, now now I'm 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 finally did – I, did I take it away? So he, he, he feels bad for anyone who has a PC Macintosh because personal computer, PC, IBM – I expected better. <laughs> uh, LeVar Burton is on record saying that listening to audiobooks is reading. I support that. And LeVar is awesome. So listening to audiobooks is reading, okay? I- I'm going with that. <sighs> David May. The perfect crime was committed last night. Someone broke into the police station and stole all the toilets. Police say they have nothing to go on. All right, with that, I will play the Song of Songs. We will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. for another hour to hour and a half of magical traffic talk. Thanks for coming out. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch both pedestrians look out for bikes and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Stop at stop signs, look both ways and go. Seatbelt save your life indeed. And watch your driving, don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get freed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. I totally ignored Instagram because they were on a window that I could not see. But M Barnes 35, if you come back to review this episode, I will respond to your question now. If you're at a red light and there are both cars and a median beside you and you have an emergency vehicle with lights and sirens behind you who cannot get around, can you go through the red light to make room for the emergency vehicle to get by? Well, 
Uh, n- no, you can't. You are not permitted to. It cannot happen. Uh, what happens is we, as emergency services persons driving emergency services vehicles, should plan better. We should go into oncoming traffic on the other side of the median to get past you or wait until the light changes, then activate our lights. And I see it all the time being done properly. So although this is a regular qu- question that's asked of us, it, sh- it shouldn't be something that you see happening because you can- we cannot force you into an intersection. The only thing that you can do if you have the ability to is to make the right turn on red legally. That's it. Anyway, once again, it has been a magical hour and a half. Have a great day. Stay safe. Drive sober. Yeah, sober. No drugs, no alcohol. Park legally and uh, smile. It looks good on you. Most of you. Not everybody. Looks good. Smiles look good on people. Be safe, everybody.